Well, without the efforts of one NRL side, the 2020 season would look completely different going forward. Of course, I'm talking of the uh, New Zealand Warriors. Their 5'8", Blake Green, joins me now for a chat. Firstly, Blake, on behalf of uh, all rugby league fans in the world, especially back home in New Zealand and in Australia, thank you for everything uh, you guys have done uh, to continue on in this uh, crazy, crazy world that we're in at the moment. Uh, how is Tamworth? Have you settled in okay? Thanks for having me, Zach. Yeah, mate, we've, um, we've been here about five days now, so um, I haven't got any real exciting stuff to tell you. We haven't been doing a whole heap, man. So we're um, in, a, in a beautiful facility, really. It's, um, you know, uh, the McEwa Hotel is connected to the, to the Leagues Club here. Um, so that's all been fenced off and we can sort of uh, walk across the car park to the training field. And um, that's about it at the moment, man. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, one thing that's been consistent, though, over the last six weeks has been the support for the players and the staff uh, at the Warriors. Uh, have you been overwhelmed by it? Because it's endless. Doesn't matter what you guys do, everyone is always thanking every move that you make. Yeah, honestly, mate, it's been fantastic, really. Obviously, our own fans um, have been really good. They're always really passionate and supportive. So, um, but I've received so many, you know, messages on social media just from from other other teams and, and random people, just how appreciative and um, well, they are of our sort of sacrifice, I guess. But um, you know, the, the world, as you said, the world's in a different situation, mate. It, it's um, I know we're we're making a, a big sacrifice individually, but I guess that's just that's what we have to do if if we want to continue to play footy and, and get the game on. So. Um, you know, fingers crossed we get some good news in the next month or so. There's been a heap of talk about opening a, a Trans-Tasman bubble. So um, if that can sort of eventuate, we're a chance of sort of flying our families over or, um, you know, maybe potentially going back ourselves. So who knows? The Warriors have had bigger things to worry about than just uh, returning to training, uh, like a lot of the other clubs um, have. Uh, but the last couple of days you've been back out on the training paddock. So how has the body been holding up? Has uh, Stephen Kearney been putting you through another pre-season-like uh, training session or two? Yeah, well, mate, because of the rules with the, uh, what, sort of no no more than 10 people in a group, we've been getting touched up uh, the first few days. So, um, you know, we got we got sent a program. While we are in lockdown, we are allowed out once a day for, for exercise. So um, we were able to do a, a fair bit of running. Um, so... But it's not the same. It's not the same when you run on your own, and then you, when you run on the on the main deck with everyone. So, um, yeah, we've been working really hard. With um, as I said, there's not a we haven't got a whole heap you know to do at the moment because we're in quarantine. So we've been training a few times a day um, in the gym and a couple of off feet cardio sessions as well, just to, to get us in as best shape as possible. If we rewind five or so days, uh, you boarded a plane to Australia. Uh, it was a long time coming, but what was that moment like when you finally said goodbye to your families, given there was weeks of speculation and talk about when you would finally actually board that flight? At times, we were unsure you know, of the date, of if it was going to happen, if it was going to all come together. And it just sort of crept up on, on us, to be honest. Um, and then it, it, was, it was pretty emotional, mate. Um, particularly the, the, the ones that have got, uh, the boys in our team that have got you know, young families. Um, you know, it was pretty well documented early on. Um, in round two, and we had a couple of boys go home because they just had young babies. So um, it's a, it's a tough. It was a tough one for them, and it, you know, particularly when you see um, other families hugging and crying and stuff as they're getting out of the car. Um, yeah, it was it was tough to see. But you know, it, it's important. It's something that we've spoken about. You know, if we're going to make a sacrifice and 
you know, and go away from from them, and, and you know, and, and um, not not share the same amount of time with them. We need to we need to really work hard, and knuckle down, and, and, and make sure it's worthwhile. So, um, you know, that's the attitude we've been taking. We saw that photo that circulated across social media of Adam Blair and and his son. But I'm guessing all of you, you're a father. I guess all of you had that moment with either a partner, a wife, or a kid. One moment with my kids probably got worse a couple of days later when they realised I wasn't coming back in two days. <laughs> so um, my little girl, Sadie, she's only three, so she was sort of waving, see your dad, like, have fun at football. And then, um, you know, yesterday she she rang up and said, OK, look, I've had enough now. Are you coming home? And I just said, darling, daddy's not coming home just yet. You know, it's, it's hard to under-explain. But, um, yeah, you know, oh, family's a big part of our footy club. Um, you know, I'm sure it is with, with, with many other um, of the NRL boys so um, we just got to do our best to, to make them proud So when you have those conversations with your daughter how do you feel when you're sitting alone in a hotel room in Tamworth Yeah mate it, it, it pulls on your heartstrings. <laughs> I'm glad I'm in the room on my own just in case I tear up a little bit yeah no it, it's um, they're tough ones to have I try and um, you know, particularly with her I just try and avoid it and distract her and, and come up with something else because um you know, she's only, she's only a little baby at the end of the day. She doesn't quite understand. But um, like I said, mate, you know, things can change really quickly, you know. So it looks like we're on top of it. Um, both countries, New Zealand and Australia, the, the curve's sort of flattening and has been for a while. So, um, yeah, who knows what's in store. I guess the positive is you're all in it together as a group. So do you think you'll draw on those, ex- like, as tough as those situations are? Do you think you will draw on those moments? Exactly. I think we have to, mate. You know, we didn't have a great start to the season. Um, Obviously, not you know, Owen too. So, um, you know, we, we've really got to, you know, you know, bunker down together. It's only us in, in this situation. And you know, once we once we've done our our fourteen day quarantine and we can um, get a little bit closer and train as a as a full group, um, you know, that that would be handy. And and we need to you know, you know build on build on our sort of um, camaraderie as a team and. Um, just keep working as hard as we can and, and, and you know, I'm sure things will, will turn for us. Early on, uh, we weren't sure whether there'd be any footy back this year and there was the date of, if footy wasn't back by September 1, uh, a comp wouldn't return. We're lucky enough that it looks like it's going to be May 28, which is a huge result for everyone. But did you ever think at one stage when you're having a moment on your own that, geez, maybe, you know, us as a team, the Warriors, did you have a vibe that maybe we won't go over to Australia and be part of the comp? At different times, I did. Um, you know, I, I just, um, I'll have the, you know, I just had nothing to do. I'd have the news on. I'd see all these things happen across the world. I think far out, oh, we, uh, you know, we're in trouble over here in terms of, you know, our, our side of the world. But then it looked like we were on top of it. And, um, you know, I just, you know, it was just a bit of a roller coaster to be honest. You know, it was hard. We, we'd only sort of received information by, by the news and, and, and watching the media and that early on. It wasn't until we, we started to get a heap of detail from the RLPA. I thought, you know, Clint Newton's done a really good job there in terms of, um, and all the all the de- work uh, delegates, I guess, that uh, assigned to the clubs have done a fantastic job in, in keeping us updated. And uh, we had a heap of Zooms and got all the information that we needed. So just on that front, uh, compared to teams here in Australia, we've had it pretty lucky. Uh, they've been out, you know, players have been able to go out more than an hour a day and train maybe, yes, keep the distance, but train with a teammate or a mate or whatever it might be, you only had an hour out each day. But when you when you look at the lockdown, when you look at the travel, when you look at you guys being away from your family, when you look at all the uncertainty that you went through, has it taken a toll or do you think it will take a toll 
on the Warriors as a team when footy kicks off again? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm hoping it has an emotional effect early on and we just jump out of the blocks. Um, you know, because it, I'm not going to lie, at, at times it was pretty draining mentally. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it has a positive effect where we can we can use that emotion and, and um, you know, put it towards a, a really strong uh, start to the to the, the you know new season, I guess. Okay, so when you were in lockdown, you said that you could train for an hour a day. Out, you're, you're allowed outside. What what were you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I was lucky. I actually I, I live about um, you know 50 meters from a, a, a big rugby field um, in Auckland, so. I was going down there and just knocking out some running and a few stairs and things like that. And then I would, um, I'd, I would normally do that quite early in the morning and then I'd come home and, um, you know, we'd all, our family would just go for a big walk and I'd just try and tire out the kids as much as I could. Um, cause it was, my, my son was just a cyclone. Otherwise he just was coming that he's that much energy. Um, so yeah, I was just trying to tire him out and knack at him for the rest of the day. So you were in lockdown there for a month. Now you're in lockdown in Tamworth or for quarantine for 14 days. What's the one thing you've, you've apart from the family and the big series, what's the one little thing that you think, oh, geez, I really missed that? Is it going down the road to your local for a cafe, for a coffee or? Coffee's been a big one um, because in that, in that lockdown period in, in New Zealand, the, uh, all the cafes and restaurants were closed. Um, so I, I definitely miss them. I actually bought a, a Nespresso coffee pod machine and got it delivered in the, in the lockdown. I was losing my head, man. Um, yeah, but same thing here. I don't know. I, I reckon um, I've, I've struggled. I, I, never, I never thought I was a rule breaker. I'm not like a, I'm not, you know, I'm not really that type of person, but I've just struggled with not being able to do whatever I wanted to do. Normally, if I feel like getting something, I'll just get up and I'll go get it. And, um, just being restricted on, on those things has been, it's been tough. Very tough. Mate, look, look at you in, in a room. You don't know what to do with yourself. <laughs> oh, man. I get, well, I'm pretty energetic. I like, you know, getting out and about. You know, even when we travel, I'm normally up at sort of six in the morning going for a walk with uh, um, some of the mad dog trainers that we have, the lunatics that are up early. We go get a coffee and, and I'm sort of floating around for a couple of hours before the rest of the team wakes up. So I woke up the first morning here because of the time difference at five and I was just pottering around the hotel. I had no one to talk to. It was just, I was, I was losing my mind. Well, it's good to see you laughing and smiling. What's what's the team morale like now that you're in Tamworth compared to what it was like um, maybe, you know, a few weeks ago or early on when you didn't know what the go was going to be? It's been a lot better. Um, obviously, we've only been here for five days, but, you know, if I compare it to that sort of 10-day stint that we did at, at, at Kingscliff, I think um, the unknown sort of made everyone a little bit nervous, a little bit edgy. Um, I don't think, you know, we, we probably didn't handle it that well and, and um, didn't know, I guess, didn't know how to react, I guess. So um, I think the one thing that, that everyone was, is after is certainty. And, and the certainty is, is that we're in Australia and we're, we're starting on May 28 and we're playing for me again. So, you know, that clarity has is, is really helped our playing group. And, um, yeah, it's, it's certainly, certainly calmed everyone's anxiety levels down. You mentioned those RLPA conversations. Apparently, you were quite vocal, but uh, you say that wasn't the case. You <laughs> just wanted a couple of answers, which we won't get into right now. Um, but were, were you worried about the perception later last week when there was talk about what players wanted uh, in terms of just basic money figures? Were you worried about the perception from yeah. fans that players would be greedy when they didn't see the whole picture of what it was going to entail and what players actually wanted answers to? I was a little bit because... You know, obviously, um, we're well aware of the situa situation in, in the world at the moment. Um, 
know, we've all got, you know, friends and family that, you know, potentially lost jobs and lost work, you know, because of the, the pandemic. So, um, you know, I, it was obvious that the pay thing was going to be thrown up as the main headline, but it wasn't, it, it wasn't a revolt or a boycott. We weren't, you know, having big blow-ups. It wasn't animated. I know it was, um, you know, exciting to write about, I guess, but it was, um, we just wanted some clarity on a few issues. You know, one of the big ones was, you know, we, we don't have an, the injury hardship fund anymore. That was liquidated to, um, to pay players for last month. So, you know, if potentially anyone had a, you know, a, career-ending injury there was no lot level of insurance or support for them available anymore so that was something we needed to clear up uh, the medical and assessment you know situation with, with the hospitals um, and insurances um, so we needed that cleared up and, and pay was a part of that as well of course but yeah I, I, I was a I knew that was going to be uh, the only point that was going to be flagged all right we'll move on from that uh, a big question do you still love after all this do you still love your footy as much as you did six or seven weeks ago I do. I missed it. I missed it actually so much. You know, I, I um, you know, I guess everyone that I reckon all footy players are mad like fitness fitness junkies, or most of them are. You know, so and I reckon that we missed missed that sort of competitiveness, and um, that's one thing I've loved since coming back um, and and training the last couple of days. Just some of the little games that we've been able to have against each other, and just some banter and sledging and stuff like that. I, hard to do that one at home uh, with the kids so it's been great been great fun just giving it to a few people at training all right uh you're off contract at the end of this year uh how much life have you got left in those uh not so young legs anymore let's just put it that way um oh mate i, I, I feel great to be honest like I'm, i'd love to i'd love to still keep playing i, I love footy. i love turning up every day at training and um you know i've still got a heap of um you know, passion for the game, or, or haven't you know lost any of that yet? So, um, you know, while I still feel like that, I, I'd love to still still be playing and, and playing my part for the footy team. All right. Well, we can't focus too much on 2021 yet. We've got to worry about 2020 and getting back on field May 28. As I said off the top, mate, uh, thank you for everything you've done, everyone in the Warriors organisation uh, for uh, buying in and, and taking a, a lonely flight over here to. Australia, basing yourselves in Tamworth just so we can get the game we love back on. Uh, so thank you once again and thanks for your time again. No worries, mate. Thanks for having me.